Hello, Patriots, and welcome to Patriot Point Radio. I am your host, Lee Watts. Here on Patriot Point, we talk about the news from a conservative, Christian, constitutional, and common sense point of view. Each year, during the week of July the 4th, we go through the Declaration of Independence. Most Americans have never actually read the entire thing. I want to read it for you today, and you're going to find out it doesn't even take 15 minutes. I mean, it is quite short. But we as Americans have lost and forgotten a lot of our own history, and so I think it would do us all very good to remember what some of these things are. I'm going to read for you the Declaration, and we're going to talk about some of the important historical principles principles of civics and government, and how really that affects a lot of us today. So here, celebrating the 245th anniversary of the United States, is our nation's birth certificate, the Declaration of Independence. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Now let's talk about what is mentioned here in the opening paragraph. They're talking about the rights that you have here, and you'll notice it says specifically these are rights that nature's God's entitles them. It's saying that God is the one giving us our rights. The rights are not being granted by the Declaration. The Founding Fathers clearly state in the opening paragraph that God gave us our rights. They reemphasize this in the second paragraph. I will now read that for you. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator, with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Again, we see here they're saying that your rights come from God. You are endowed by your Creator. And I want to point out something else. This is really important. It says that among these are life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Why the Supreme Court says it cannot find the right to life in American law is beyond me. I just found it. It's in the very founding document of America. It is the right to life. It is the first one listed. And without that, nothing of the others really matter. I think all the founding fathers right here assigned their name to this were very much pro-life. Now let's go on and read some more of that and see some of the other truths we can pull out. It says... To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Now, here's something important right here. It tells us what is the purpose of government. Is government's job to take care of you? No, that is not it. It says specifically in the Declaration of Independence that to secure these rights, governments are instituted. So right there is the reason for government is to protect your rights. And when the government goes beyond that, it is going beyond what was set out as the purpose of government in the Declaration, and as I have talked about many times on the program, that is also the biblical role of government, is to secure and protect your rights, not to do all of this other stuff. 
and when it goes beyond the constitutional and biblical roles that has been established, then it's not going to work. And they give in the declaration a warning of when it's not working, when government goes beyond what it's supposed to be doing of simply protecting your rights. Notice what it says in the next lines, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. So notice what it says here. It says, hey, whenever there's any form of government that becomes destructive of these ends, what is the ends it talked about? The ends of protecting your rights. Then it says, basically, you need to set up a brand new one. But it warns us that this should not be done on just a lighthearted means. This should be something of very serious consideration. Notice the warning that the Declaration of Independence gives us in the next line. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. So they've given us a warning. You don't do this uh, without incredibly serious precautions put in mind. And notice, however, there's another warning here. Notice what the Declaration warns. It says, All experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evidences a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. So here we have in the Declaration, the 56 people who signed this, they're like, listen, experience, history has shown us that people are more willing to endure the wrong thing happening than to shake things up and to make a difference and to make a stand. Everything that I've ever read shows that the amount of Americans who actually participated in the revolution was incredibly small. 10% is a huge estimate. The I've heard estimates that are more accurate that are about half of that number. And they're just saying here, hey, it's just been shown time and again, most people will go along with the wrong thing just because that's who's in charge. That's the way it's always been, and they don't want to make a change. Thank goodness for those in our past and in our present who are saying, I am willing to stand up despite what's going on, even though the majority isn't going to, because I'm not going to let the wrong thing continue to go with at least uh, not me standing up crying out that these things ought not to be. So the declaration goes on, and they're like, okay, these are the, God gave us all of our rights. Uh, you shouldn't change the government for like causes, but when it's doing the wrong thing, then we're going to have to do something. Uh, we have not taken this lightly. So notice how they continue. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states, 
To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. So they're like, listen, we have tried to work with you, King George. You are being a tyrant. You are being a dictator. You are just declaring things, uh, and then you make up the law. You enforce the law. You rule on the law. This is not the way that it's supposed to be. So therefore, we are declaring war. And then they go on to list 27 reasons for declaring war. For the sake of time, I'm just going to read a few of these. By the way, taxation without representation is not in the list. It's nowhere in the Declaration. That is often quoted. People think it's in the Declaration of Independence. That was actually a sermon by Jonathan Mayhew decades before the Declaration was ever written. Some of the Founding Fathers heard that in a sermon and decided we should set up some principles of government based on the biblical principles that we've been hearing from God's Word. So let's just notice a few of these 27 reasons for declaring war. It says, number one, he, referring to King George, he has refused his assent to laws the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. So you had some people in the legislature that would pass laws, and the king would say, I don't care if it's been legally passed or not. I'm going to just get rid of this law, not obey it, because I don't want to. Well, does this sound familiar to anybody else? Let's read the second thing they've said. Number two, he has prevented his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be attained. And when so suspended, he is utterly neglected to attend to them. Basically, this is saying, hey, listen, you've got some local area people that have passed some laws, and yet you're saying, I'm going to override what you have done. This is very similar to when Kentucky had passed some laws that were protecting marriage, and we put it in our state constitution. It was voted on by the state legislature and approved to be put on the ballot. The people of Kentucky voted to put it in our constitution, and then the Fed said, we don't care what you say in Kentucky. We don't care if the Tenth Amendment to the Constitution says it. We're going to override you. One of the big problems they had back in 1776 as well. Let's notice another one. This is the tenth reason they declared war. It says, He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. You know what he's doing? He kept hiring a bunch of new tax collectors and increasing the size of government with a multitude of new officers. We are seeing that is just the liberal cry throughout all of American history. Bigger government, more taxes, and right now, you know who else is hiring? The IRS right now is hiring droves of people under the Biden administration. Let's look at some of the other reasons here. This happens to be the 17th reason in the list. I, this is a killer one. It says, for imposing taxes on us without our consent. Well, I think that's great. When's the last time that you were asked if you wanted to increase your taxes? I think mostly it's just uh, done without asking, and sometimes we'll try to sneak it in. Got time to read one more. This is the 21st reason for declaring war by the Founding Fathers. It says for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our government. 
Well, isn't that exactly what we are seeing from the leftists today? They are altering fundamentally the forms of our government, of our history, of our education system, of our society, of every single thing, wanting to erase that, abolish it, change it. That is what it says, taking away our charters, abolishing things, altering fundamentally. Uh, the, the same thing is going on now from those who are pushing this from the left, and we need some more patriots to stand up and push back and not let these people change and alter everything. That is, again, something I've talked about in a, uh, several times, this critical race theory. All it is is abolishing our charters, altering fundamentally our forms of society, our history, trying to change it all. We've got to push against this. And by the way, talking about critical race theory, the left knows this is unpopular, so they're relabeling it, and they're calling it DEI, standing for Diversity, Equality, and Inclusiveness. So if you ever hear anybody pushing DEI, you know it's exactly the same thing that critical race theory is. So let me read for you now how they end the Declaration of Independence. It says, We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in general Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions. You notice they say we are appealing to God. They started the declaration by saying all of our rights come from God. And at the end of the declaration, they say for the support of this, we are saying, Lord, we are looking to you to help us with this. And that comes to the very last line of the Declaration of Independence. It says, And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. They literally say that we have a firm reliance on divine providence, with a capital P, a proper name said all of your rights come from God and we are going to rely on God in order to win and secure those rights for ourselves and our posterity. I encourage you to go out, get a copy of the Declaration. It's online. Uh, you can get it tons of places. It'll take you less than 10 minutes to read it. And I think we need to re-educate ourselves on how America was founded this week of the 4th of July. And until next week, this is Lee Watts for Patriot Point Radio, encouraging you to be informed, be involved, be armed, and let freedom ring.